This is JFM Podcast. Morning to you and thank you for staying with J101.9 FM. The hour is 9 a.m. It's two minutes past the hour. And today is November 25, 2021. It is Thursday. I am your anchor, Zoe Machunga. A lot to talk about this morning, but let's take a look at some headlines. Infrastructure, education, top, some will lose lose 1.39 trillion naira budget for Lagos. That is the 2022 budget for Lagos. And we're also getting some good news here, Uh, though, of course, I happening next year national carrier nigeria air to commence operations april 2022 Uh, interesting news right there and also fg unveils new 10-year electronic passport facility in london fg unveils new 10-year electronic passport facility in london uh, EU partners mobilize against sexual gender-based violence. NLC rejects proposed fuel price hike. And uh, insecurity presidential panel seeks house support for defense and armed forces reforms. Uh, let's take a look at some of these issues. The Minister of Interior, Mr. Raul Varagwishola, Yesterday in London unveiled a new facility that would offer 10-year validity passports to Nigerians. And uh, he said the options include the five-year 32-page passport category, a five-year 64-page category, and the 10-year 64-page category. Uh, Speaking at the event, the minister stated that the enhanced e-passport was a great improvement from the standard e-passport introduction in 2007. And he's also saying the enhanced e-passport has more sophisticated security features, making it one of the most secured passports in the world, uh, he added. And uh, NLC here rejects proposed fuel price hike. The Nigeria Labour Congress, NLC, has expressed dissatisfaction with the alleged comment by the group managing director of the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, NMPC, Malamili Kiari, that the price of petrol could jump as high as 30, 320 naira to 340 naira from February 2022. And of course, the World Bank is also uh, dishing out uh, more information, uh, saying high food prices could push 6 million Nigerians into poverty. Uh, the World Bank stated uh, in June that an estimated 7 million Nigerians were pushed into poverty in 2020 as a result of ri- rising prices alone without considering the direct impact of COVID-19. Now, using the Nigeria COVID-19 National Longitudinal Phone Survey, NLPS, the report takes a look at the effect of COVID-19 crisis on human capital, livelihoods, and welfare of Nigerian uh, households. The NLPS marks uh, uh, this is a successful cooperation between Nigeria's National Bureau of Statistics, NBS, and the Data Production and Methods uh, team at the World Bank. And the World Bank has lamented that the effects of COVID-19 pandemic have brought Nigerian household food security under 
threat. And that's um, a very serious one because also we are seeing uh, businesses are closing up also at this time because many are unable uh, to manage and handle these matters. I have two experts in the studio uh, to throw more light on this issue this morning. Uh, the rising cost of food prices, uh, Nigerian households yet to recover from COVID-19 pandemic, and the ease of doing business. Uh, so I have with me this morning in the studio, Saloki Omoso. He's an economist. Saloki, good to have you here. I've been good trying morning. to track you thank for you. a very long time. You've been so busy. Yeah, thank you very much, please. And also I have uh, an industrialist, Mr. Ebuka Obene, with me in the studio. Good morning, Mr. Ebuka. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Um, now let's, let's, let's start this way, uh, Mr. Lockie. Uh, we've seen so many uh, disturbing headlines from NLC uh, saying, uh, you know, they are against uh, uh, what the government is about to do, the, the, the fuel uh, crisis that's coming up, which is uh, people, you, you, we're seeing more queues, we're hearing that the prices are going up. Even pure water now is said to be expensive. Uh, how much more uh, things uh, like, like, like fuel? Uh, there is no doubt that poverty, you know, is alarming at this time. Many people are genuinely suffering. Uh, some are even saying we have returned to the times of hyper inflation but at the same time every now and then uh, we see uh, the government uh, come out to tell us uh, that you know the inflation to the inflation rate has fallen and uh, many Nigerians expect that once this inflation uh, has fallen we should see commensurate effects in our pockets and of course when we go to the markets uh, we shouldn't have just a little polythene that is speaking 20 naira 20,000 naira in its unlike previous times so from your assessment you know how are we doing how do you see how Nigerian households are suffering is already or are coping I beg your pardon, it's already end of the year. We're looking forward to uh, the festivities that come with these times. We're also looking forward to a new year. We know that January is definitely a very tough time uh, for most Nigerians. So talk to us uh, about your view about, you know, the economic um, policies that we have on ground. Uh, triggers, what do you think are the triggers of this rising cost uh, of, 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 of things like fuel and, um, you know, transportation and stuff like that? Yeah, thank you very much. I hope I'm getting. I hope the decision is clear. Yes, it is clear. Yeah, let me first of all uh, appreciate JFM for the opportunity to be here. Let me also, yeah, okay. Let me see also uh, appreciate our listeners for giving the opportunity to, for us to to hear to to hear from us. And JFM um, have been a very good student in this plateau state, in educating people, enlightening people in, in all aspect of life. Well, to your question, my presenter, I must be honest with you. Let me start with the Labour Congress, Labour Congress under Ayuba. Let's be honest and sincere. Since I started working my life, I've served almost about 28 years. I've not seen a worst Labour Union organized like this under the leadership of Ayuba. I must be honest. This, you know, have not been serious with any of their decisions. I told you at the beginning where they decided the this issue of minimum wage. Minimum wage is not Nigeria's problem. Our problem is standard of living. To improve cost, to improve our standard of living is our problem. How do you improve it? By making cost of living minimum for people. If private goods today, for example, a bag of rice today is sold at 8,000, and you are paying me 11,000, or you are paying 50,000, I think I can manage it. But the situation are paying me 30,000 minimum wage, and I'm buying a bag of rice at 32,000, does it make any sense? So the portion, the, 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 the pressure from the NSC will be to put pressure on government 
to improve the standard of living of Nigerians and most especially the workers which they could they defend it. Hmm. Let me tell you. So you're saying NLC's priorities are, are misplaced. They are misplaced. They are hmm. completely misplaced of purpose. Let me tell you, as a worker, if I have opportunity to seize my leave it out, going to Labour Congress, I will seize it. Just because before I get my salary or before I get my small money payment, they have reduced it from their, their, their as a dues. They are not present the interest of the workers. And I want to tell the workers to caution the Labour Congress to stand and defend the interests of the workers. Not to just collecting levy and, you know, deceiving us and, uh, you know, putting us into more problem. Now, to go to the issue you're talking about uh, the government policies, I must be honest with you. The economic team that form under PM Govlu, they don't have any sense of economic system. See, all those policies are saying that uh, the Minister of Internal Affairs is saying that uh, e -pass, passports, whatever, this, it is not going to bring any investment to this country. Until you make some policies that are very attractive to in investors. Let me tell you about investors in the world. International investors, they are not like this kind of pocket investors that come with uh, 500 million naira. These are put that come with dollars, billions of dollars. And it took about five years for them to get what they call profit. Are you getting dividend in their business? So they have what they call expert, business experts who go to country and inspect what they call government policies for the past 20 years. Our Nigerian government, since time inception, we have not what they call continuing economic policies. Well, no, our government have not been having continued economic policies. That is why any investor coming to Africa, they will go to West Africa, they will not come to Nigeria. They will go to Ghana. If they're going to go all Africa, they check, they go to uh, uh, South Africa or Rwanda. Because this country, they have constant economic policies that have been existing for the past 20 years. That is one. Two, another problem have is issue of insecurity in this country. Go and check record. Go to Bono State. Go to Northwest. Even in Central here. Many companies have fought up because of insecurity. <coughs> Can you expect me to go and carry my one billion naira and put in the fire? I, I think I should be the most foolish person. Even if you give me the money free, I will not do that. Are you getting me? Let, let's throw in uh, Mr. Let's throw in Mr. Ebuka Obene. He's an industrialist and he's uh, um, he's from Standard uh, Paint Industries. Talking about businesses coping. Uh, you know how was it before the pandemic? How is it now with the pandemic? And uh, all the recovery plans that you've seen government coming because you're from the private sector, yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, I want to appreciate you, JFM, for this um, wonderful opportunity, and to our wonderful listeners all over the uh, all over the country. Mm. Um, the issue of um, before and after the pandemic is 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 something that you cannot even say for us in the business. Because before then, things were far, far better. But after then, government had been coming on with many, many, um, um, how, how will I put it now? Intervention Interventions. Plans. But we are not seeing it. Hmm. When you say you're not seeing it, how do you mean? Like for us, hmm. maybe they are being hijacked. Hmm. But for us, we are not seeing it. Because virtually everything they promised, we have not seen anyone. So the government, in fact, the whole thing has, the whole thing is, is, is totally, is, is, is totally un, unbearable for us. We are sourcing everything for ourselves, and then I don't know what, what we think, um, what, what will be our fate. Many um, industries have closed down because, uh, within this period. And then if, if you cannot make out your way yourself, you are gone. So the, 
the whole thing is is is, is stand still. I will not lie for you. Hmm. All right. Now let's talk about ease of doing business. Uh, you know how how what can you say about the ease of doing business, Mr. Lucky, uh, in Plateau State in Nigeria? My sister, my presenter, Nigerians. Let's call ourselves the truth. Let's call a spade a spade in this country. What do you mean by doing is is of doing business that this government has come out with as a policy? There is nothing to offer to any investor when you talk of easy of doing business in as much as an economy is concerned. Go, let me take an example. I will just give an example to one country, Rwanda. Mm. Go and check the economic track record of Rwanda for the past six years. And today, now, Rwanda has regarded as one of the fastest growing economies in Africa. In Africa. Why? Because of their economic policies they have come out. See, one of their major products is what called animal husbandry, cows. Go and check it. 70% of Rwanda export GDP is animal grazing. How do they do it? They do what they call uh, haranching. Mm. If you see that cow, I don't know if you are going to Vomvet, go to Wamko, you see what they call a cows. What we have in Nigeria is called sick animals. We don't have cows here. What we have is sick animals. Five Nigerian cows will make one cow. Those cows they use for milking and for beef and export it. Now, what policy did, how did they achieve it? They, they embrace what they call modern system of grazing. Mm. And they make their policy for investors so easy. You can be in Europe, you track the business study of Rwanda right in your bedroom. And whatever you want to invest on, whether in grazing or agriculture, whatever you want to go, you track it there. You make all your necessary payments and you are welcome to Rwanda. And once you come in, there's no multiplication. Let me tell you in this country, go and ask an investor. My second year is an uh, industrialist. Go ask Grand Street Industry. Go ask Nigeria Breweries. Go, but I can mention but few. The few companies that we can know, we can remember here. They are having what they call multiplication. This is discouraging investors. There's nothing like easy business in this country. Do you know when you want to register in this country with Nigeria Corporate Affairs? Do you know a lot of locals you go through? that are unfriendly to you as an investor that come to invest in this country. There's no transparency. There's a lot of criminal activity in our government agency. I must be honest, I'm sorry to use that word, but I have to use that word because most of the government agencies in this country, their policy, their system of you know, embracing investors are not very transparent. Are you getting me? Now, do you ask ourselves why Nigeria importers, they don't bring their goods through Nigeria seaport. They prefer to go to Togo. They prefer to go to the Republic of Benin. It's because of easy of trial, easy of clearing of their goods. Clearing goods. And it's cheaper. Their VAT is their distance is cheaper. Their VAT you pay. It's cheaper. Are you getting me? But you come to Nigeria for you to clear your goods, you spend almost one month. How much are you getting that goods that you are importing? Are you getting my point? Even to export, the same problem. So issue of saying easy business policy is not in this country. What we need to do, the government should be more transparent where they make policies. And they should be constant. You see today, a minister will come and bring another policy. Another government will come bring another policy. An investor that's coming here is not going to get profit in the next one, three, five years. And you expect people to come and put his billions of dollars in such environment? I think that person must be very stupid to do that. So I must tell the government to do that. Look, your easy policy are saying that you are giving easy policy for investment. It is completely typical lie. Investors are very wise. I, I have my cousins. There's a lot of... Let me sorry to cut you. Last four years, a cousin of mine is an investor. He brings investors from Europe. 
He was to come and invest in Nigeria here, precisely in Jersey and Plateau. Hmm. They contacted me. We make a purchase in the land, in the refit. But you know what made the white man to, the, the German man to withdraw his capital? Now they are, in, they are now in Senegal. Hmm. Are you getting my point? He said, no, your country, the investment condition in your country is too harsh. They have, they have a called economic expert. You know, if you have, if, let me tell you today, if you have billion of dollars in Europe or US, you want to invest in Africa, you have nothing less than 10 experts that, that advise you where to put your money. So we had better advice. No, this country is not conducive. You will pull your money out. So when he said he wasn't conducive, <coughs> what exactly was he talking about? He's talking about one, security. Hmm. He's talking about two, issue of economic policy of the country. The bottlenecks. The bottlenecks there. At the same time, issue of uh, uh, the lack of constant economic policies. Around government will come now, or around minister will come, he will change the policy. Hmm. It is, his money is track. That's it, he pull his money out. That land up to today now looking to who to buy it. So is that what I'm talking about? It is completely typical lie. So, Mr. Ibuka Obene, as an industrialist, what are some of the risks associated with doing business in Nigeria or in Plateau states even? What are some of the challenges that you've gone through? And what can we do to make it better? Um, the, the, the challenges are more. There are many. Um, just like Mr. Loki said, multiple transactions hmm. is really killing us. From where and where and where? From today, um, uh, Federal Revenue Service will come. Local government will come. Um, the Ministry of uh, Commerce and this one. Every, one government, this thing, many people will be coming for that. And once they come, their interest is for them to collect their own and move without even knowing the way you are surviving you, Surviving the, in the business. Nobody wants to know. They just come, build you, collect their money and move, which is not helping us. Okay, the government, you don't have security. You generate your security for yourself. And the security generated for yourself, there is a limit. Because you cannot arm your security. You understand me now? You don't have, right. you don't have water. You have to generate your own water. You don't have light. Do you understand me? And government are coming to collect tax. As I'm talking to you now, we are planning on how to install transformer. It's not in this country that you want mm. to you will buy transformer on your own and you install light and you'll be still paying. <laughs> what kind of country is this? Well, according to the World Bank, uh, Ease of Doing Business Index, Nigeria ranks 131 in the world. And uh, on other factors on the index, Nigeria is ranked 169th position globally yes. on getting electricity, yes. uh, 183rd on yes. registering property, and 179th place globally on trading across borders. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, poor policy environment, uh, much of which we can say is reactionary, uh, surely affects business environment adversely. And uh, uh, perhaps also the country's poor currency controls, also inability to provide basic infrastructure and diversifying the economy, you know, to increase our export capacity. <laughs> How important at this time, we'll be talking about diversification until I think the, 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 the record actually got scratched and it couldn't play anymore. Yes. Let's still go back to diversification. See, my sister, my presenter, Hey, God of Israel. When do, when, do we stop, when do we stop telling ourselves lies? I think we should start telling ourselves truth in this country if we want to move ahead. Is there anything that's in this country? Go and check your record. From 1915 to 2021, our GDP, oil is 85% of GDP. So why have you devised the economy? If oil is controlling almost about 80 or 85%, and the rest sector is having 15% or 20%. Have you devised your economy? 
Let's call a spade a spade until we start. See, the truth is this. If we want to read the economy of this country, in 1960, in fact, in 1940, when Nigeria got the what we have is true federalism. In 1960, when we get independence, it was true federalism we have. It was true Dimitri regime, 1966, that we have this madness of central government controlling resources that we thought to have into this trouble right today that will cause sharing of revenue from federal allocation. So the best solution to it, because I want to go to solution now, is true federalism. There's no state, go and travel in this country. Go to a do state, apart from all they have livestock. Go to Aquila, go to Awuchi, all those that I mentioned to you. The last thing we have in that area, it can take Nigeria for the next 50 years, but I'm not finished exporting it. Go to Sokoto, go to, uh, to Zafara. We have livestock. Are you getting me? <laughs> we have not finished exporting all those things. Come to Plateau here. We have let our solid minerals. We have potato in agriculture. We have tomato. What are we doing? It's because why those states cannot exploit those resources is because they have behaved, they have had that mentality of parasite. That you sit down, a state governor will just sit down, like our governor, you just sit down every month. He doesn't think out of boss to know how to get his IGR. All you need to go to wait for allocation of federal government. So better you make every state to look inward. Let every state develop resources and control resources. I'm telling you, my sister, you have work to the future. Because every state has its own resources. It's not that people are not ready to you know, to deep inside and do their resources. So to, to you now, Mr. Lucky, yes. do, do you see the rise in many commodities uh, as a result of the pandemic? Do you think it's as a result of the pandemic, the rise of... Pandemic will contribute some percentage, but not 100% percentage. Go to South Africa. If you have checking the index given by World Bank, after the 2000, that's 2020, that's COVID-19 pandemic, other countries have started picking up. In South Africa, they have plus two, plus three. Are you getting me? Rwanda have plus four. Ghana was having minus one. Nigeria is having minus five. Index in development. Are you getting my point? Why? It's because we refuse to look inward and develop our GDP, uh, increase our GDP. What we need to do, you see, epidemics have gone already. But but the the the, the MBS is saying that the inflation rate of Nigeria the inflation has rate is getting worse has declined consecutively for months to sixteen point sixty three percent in September, that which is, a is typical, like, which is its lowest since January oh, this God, year. Uh, the National Bureau of Statistics mm -hmm. has said, and the Bureau in its Consumer Price Index released uh, also said that inflation rate fell by zero point thirty eight percent from seventeen point zero one percent in August, and that the drop in the headline inflation began in April. Uh, when it fell to 18.12% from 18.17% uh, in March. Uh, I mean, all this increase... Those records are typically like my presenter. Why are they lies? Yes, from as an economist, I, Mr. Lock Your Muscle, mm. hereby stand that this record by NBS is completely Why lie. Why is it a lie? Why I say it's, why I say it's lie? They are trying to live in by undeniable. Go to reality on the ground. They are not giving report based on reality on ground. Mm. So what is the reality on ground? The reality on ground is that inflation is increasing. Into Nigeria pocket. Let me tell you. Go and check. Go and just go and go and go and ask. Come on, ordinary gas, cooking gas, cooking gas is and eight hundred. When you feel your your cooking gas is like you are now a billionaire. Ah! You, you you celebrate. Even the charcoal, which is for common man. Now even Kaduna State now go and ask who are doing charcoal. They are stop people from picking charcoal from Kaduna. 
because of the fusion issue of the, uh, this uh, climate deficition. Mm. I don't understand my point. Now, I, you remember where your president went to which place in France that is going to make environment okay for us. When your gas is high, when the gas is high, people will not cut tree. They will go into the bushes. So, so what are you talking about? Mm. So what am I telling you is that if your gas, you are selling, you are buying gas as of two months ago at the rate of 400 naira or 450, you are buying it 800 naira today. Has it not increased? Has that report not, has that, has that report, is it, is it showing the reality on the ground? Gas is the cheapest for you to cook your food. Though. Go and check the price of rice. Go and check the price of beans. Beans is 800 naira. A mood. What is he talking about? These people are trying to be a mad piece of government to tell lies. Just like our president, uh, minister of information. We, we'll be telling people in government. See, government will come and go. Nigeria remain. And when you leave, what legacy will you leave behind? Are we people going to tag you as doing your government? You are telling Nigeria's life? Or when your government, you improve Nigeria's life of standard of living? Let NBS stop telling Nigeria lies. Nigeria will tell them what they are buying. We are the ones that go to market. I will tell you what the price of goods are. Go and go go, go ask the company, the manufacturing industry. Go ask the, the marketing manager. He will tell you how they are suffering to cope up, how they buy beans, how they, how they buy uh, soya beans, and how they buy their, their corn, and the cost of maintaining their machines. Well, Before we're the seeing the quality of so many things go down. Even with the, the Kosei woman by the roadside, the Kosei doesn't taste the same. The cocoa doesn't taste the same yes. anymore. Yes. The, the, so the what are we so talking about? Down. That MBS so is telling us the lie that we shall set the lie? The quality of food that we're even eating See, at this time. Like MBS. you said, we have to compare the cows in other countries to yes. the cows that we have. That's why we're not healthy people. We don't eat well. We don't, take, we don't eat quality food to keep ourselves healthy. And our health care is also in shambles. Double jeopardy for us. Okay, Mr. Ibuka, now you're an industrialist and um, you work in the paint industry. How much are people, you know, patronizing and still maybe building houses or buying paints, you know, to, to just re renovate their homes even? Um, my dear sister, you see, in that aspect, in fact, it is, um, it, 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 it's over 50% uh, down. Hmm. Because uh, in 2019, by this time, you won't even have time to eat where you are producing selling and other things. But by now, if you go to Rampam Street or building material, that is the major place where mm. they sell pen. You see people sitting down. Because of what? Everybody is struggling to get food to eat. So, what what will now uh, motivate somebody to go into painting? While, as of 2019, we are selling paint uh, for 2,000, now it's 4,000 plus, more than 100% uh, increment. So, everybody will, will, will want to go for what he or she will eat first before um, going into decorations. So the thing is really affecting us in a way that we cannot even explain. Hmm. Honestly speaking. Alright, let's hear from our listener. And even today, uh, in the news, All Farmers Association of Nigeria uh, put out, uh, the Enugu State chapter put out um, a statement blaming the hike in prices of food to heavy taxation and inadequate preservative centers in the country. Uh, he said that uh, that is Eze. Uh, he is the chairman of All Farmers Association in Enugu State. Uh, he did say that the lack of preservative centers 
centers in the state uh, took lots of perishable produce out of the market. And um, he's saying that uh, farmers in Enugu, after overcoming the challenges of harvesting their produce, face legal and illegal produce tax collections. Uh, according to him, farmers in the state also have been facing lots of challenges from the local government produce tax collectors. These people have been extorting money from farmers, starting from local to the urban markets, and uh, it's the end users of the commodity that get to pay for it. Perhaps one of the reasons why we're seeing these rising prices. Uh, cooking gas, PMS, electricity, tariff, basic prescription drugs, transport fare, uh, is all symbolic because it represents products that many Nigerians, especially uh, those living in urban and semi-urban areas, need for everyday living. So how accessible and easy are these products for you uh, to have uh, with you, for you to use? Hello, good morning and welcome. Hello. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Zoe. Welcome. Your name and location. And your guests in the studio, they have spoken well. Hello? No, we can hear you. Please go right ahead. Yes, uh, this is uh, Kitandi Odi, Odi 2 from Honda I want to recommend your guests this morning because they have spoken the mind of Nigeria. Let me start keeping in from where the Odene just stopped. You see, why are they not lies? They are all lies. I want to give you a direct story uh, before the lockdown and after the lockdown. You see, we are manufacturers. I am into uh, organic fertilizer. And before the lockdown, we are managing our lives. But after the lockdown, things get moved to one stage. To the extent that the, the, the Minister of Rural Affairs the calling telling team on online in the radio and announced that people should go for portals and then uh in the portals that they can access to loan in order to facilitate their businesses and we were subjected to go for training and we i went through plus leader and i myself went through plus leader with my team with my with my appeal many of us students and we were able to graduate from plus leader and we are satisfied at the same time. And not only that, they subjected us to go to Nissan Bank and open an account that after that they, they we are get access to, 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 to loan in order to facilitate our business. My sister, up till today, up to this moment that I'm speaking to you, the government have just called either through, through this meeting or through the trust leader. What kind of life are these? We have not gotten any access to that, and the businesses are closing down. The factories are closing down. Our intentions in order to alleviate the, 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 the economy of this country, all of them are going on today. And they are telling us that the economy is going up. What kind of thing is this? You go to Plasmida, they, they, they will tell you a different thing. You go to Nissan, they will tell you a different thing. And the businesses are crumbling on daily basis. People like us now, we don't know how look at... Organic fertilizer that Nigerians will use, and it has more health problems in their health. My sister, we are tired. This government, I don't know what to do. But so, how are you looking forward to celebrating your Christmas and you know the coming New Year? All right, uh, if you can, do reach us again, 90 and four places, 9909098848848. Uh, I'm afraid uh, we have to let uh, Mr. Ebuka Ebene, or Bene, I beg your pardon, uh, to be on his way. Thank you for spending uh, this 30 minutes with us on the program. Let's talk. Uh, Mr. Obene, you're an industrialist and standard from Standard Paint Industries. Thank you for your input and letting us know what is going on in that sector. Uh, you did mention earlier that about... 
50% uh, you know, loss or uh, has been, have, you have um, experienced people are not buying as much and uh, they're, they're pumping their monies into other things like surviving, like food eating, not uh, you know, painting or renovating their homes anymore. Thank you for that information. And we will do this again another time. Okay, while well, the show continues, zero nine zero five five six in four places, nine nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Yes, I'm Rabiu Jibrin calling from that young court. Let's talk, Rabiu. Yes. Hey, I've learned what your pre- uh, presenters have been saying. The guests. I wish to disagree with them. You wish to disagree with them. Okay, go yes. ahead. Because this is a country where even the elite want to keep their money in dollars. Two other groups from other countries more than our own. If we can't invest in our country, then who will invest in our country? We are people that will stash money in dollars. We prefer to buy even to fix in dollars. Hmm. Yeah? We are supposed to have limits in what we invest uh, we import in this country so that the things that we can do, let's do it here. As long as we don't do that, we'll never see any change. And no matter how we try, an investor will come based on what he has. Now, look at There's a company called Tomato Just. Mm. It grew in Kaduna during this crisis period. So, you see, there are still people that are willing to invest. But the thing is that we must look inward because there is nobody that will come from another country to build our country. It is only us that will build our country. So, therefore, unless we begin to look inward and look at the small things that we need, we can produce. Let's produce it here and stop. That's talking about diversification, yeah? Yes. Yes, and diversification is there. There are many people that become billionaires in exporting goods. For example, like Malcolm Weston just, he exports goods. He makes his dream well. But the fact is that the government relies much on petroleum. And unless we look inwards, because just like the economy we see, Every state in Nigeria has a comparative advantage. And until we look at that comparative advantage to build our economy, we'll continue to move foreign uh, uh, people blaming. So it's not time for blaming, but rather it is time for us to look inward and put our own path, no matter how small it is, that we build a country. So are you saying we're not doing our own part? Because, I mean, that is why the contract between government and the citizens where we expect those who, have, who we have put in these positions to be able to come up with solutions for us. Yes. For, you see, just like we're saying, in the north, our biggest challenge to our advantage is agriculture. For how many people are willing to go into agriculture? How can you go into agriculture without security? Security, we know it's a challenge. Security is a challenge, but it's not everywhere. I remember it's not I everywhere. <laughs> but you have to look at the belts where it is being affected, especially, as you said, the north. We're dealing with banditry, we're dealing with Boko Haram. And uh, this is, as you have just noted, the states that really are into farming, as you said, in the north, we're into farming. So with farming insecurity, I mean, how does that work? Yes, just like I was saying, mm. even the farming, it's not everywhere. Because when you go to some places, you find out that uh, it's part of life. Just like I said, 
we need to look inward. All right, thank you so much for your time. Zero nine zero five six in four places nine nine. Just take note of it. We'll get back to that. Hello, good morning, and welcome. Hello, good morning. Welcome, Sadiq Umar. Thank you very much. I will comment your guest that has spoken well. And actually, when we look at the federal government, to diversify their income on agriculture is something that is very, very important. But the seriousness is the gov- of the government is something to consider. Because when we look at agriculture, when we relate to insecurity, there's no how that a person can go to farm that you will not face one or two challenges. For example, now even where there is no bandit, the farmers are facing with a local uh, uh, problem within them. And again, the money now to invest in farming is a very, very humongous amount of money that is needed. And the government will promise to give loan to the citizens, but that one can never happen. For example, now the government is supposed to be providing it for the citizens, but they are not doing that. Everything is carotting in the market, and every policy that the government brings in to the citizens is not 100% for free. All like this loan that the government has been giving, they are just giving it to those that have uh, uh, relations, they are just giving it to their relations, they are not giving it to everybody. And now, see, now they are hiking. Price prices of oil is still going up. That means everything is going up. So the government have to do a lot in terms of food security, and also they should allow the importation of food. It's not that they say that they will not importing food, and the food that we are harvesting here is costly, and people cannot able to harvest it, and people cannot able to go to farm. Why will not? Thank you so much, Sadiq Umar. Thank you. And uh, breaking news right here. Uh, All 24 members of the Plateau State House of Assembly to sit today, Thursday. Uh, The crisis rocking the Plateau State House of Assembly appears to be over as all 24 lawmakers are expected to be present during uh, Thursday's plenary. Uh, Sources close to the embattled Speaker Abokayuba says the forum of the former speakers in Plateau State may have brokered a deal between the lawmakers who have been having a running battle with the House leadership uh, since October. And uh, that is news uh, reaching us right here uh, on J101.9 FM. You can trust your darling station to continue to bring you up to speed with updates concerning uh, all of this. The meeting is to reach an agreement on the opening of the Assembly uh, complex and uh, to conclude reconciliation. So keep your dial locked right here on J101.9 FM uh, where we continue to give you updates uh, concerning uh, this particular story. Do stay tuned. And of course, the show continues. We're looking at the rising cost of living and, you know, how are you surviving? The ease of doing business. Uh, is your business still thriving? Uh, did you have to lay off some workers uh, going to the markets these days? How are the prices on your pockets? All of this and more. Hello and good morning. Hello, good morning, Joe. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I've been listening to the program. Uh, let's I'm taking a back. Well, you're you're, you're getting the fear. Um, they're speaking from people, people in the field mm. who are feeling the pains of the economic realities. The people giving the statistics or whatever they're saying concerning the, the level of inflation now, they are not being honest. Mm. This morning, I bought people that ten thousand naira. Hmm. How many kg? Three point five kg. I have it. 3.5 kg. No, 2.5. 12.5 kg of gas, 10,000 yes. naira this morning. 
Yes, I delivered eight hundred dollar package. How much were you buying you it previously? I, I was buying I was buying uh, from two five to three five. In fact, not not to uh, five months, but uh, six thousand. Hmm. Now, if I believe you are enlightened, let me tell you the challenges. If you are buying gas, as long as I'm salary and I'm earning thirty thousand naira per month, and I'm I was buying that at four thousand, four five or six thousand, five months back. Now I'm buying that ten thousand. Not saying that we're talking about the the the, the, the green gas. All we need to do is to cut down, to cut down the carbon dioxide emission. How do we intend implementing these policies? People were asked to go to cooking gas. They started going to cooking gas. I did some administration. All that is the administration. Cooking gas has gone up, has, has climbed up to an annual rate from 4,005 to 10,000 naira zone. Hmm. Where are we going? And some people sit in their comfort zone under air condition, giving us the statistics report. Do we? I want them to know that some of their, uh, their staff are listening. They should know that this, 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 this are eternal. It is only what we do with this life that we will remember that for. That's how we are gone. This government will soon go. They should keep on lying. They should keep on lying. If they are benefiting, if they are living large, their family members, their relatives, their cousins are also feeling the heat. Zoe, I do not need an instrument. I bought a speaker, 80,000 naira last year. Today, the speaker is sold to 180,000 naira in Alaba. So how much am I going going to sell? Thank you very much for sharing this uh, interesting uh, uh, views uh, and your reality would have to say, uh, you know, with the listener. I mean, things, things are really difficult out there. That's why so many people are angry these days. Road rage, anger, unnecessary anger. You speak, you just step on someone's toe. They're ready to box you and punch you in the face or, you know, throw some harsh words at you. All of these things are definitely taking an effect uh, on, on the society and the populace. Mr. Mr. Lucky, yeah. I mean, we've you've heard from that the listener you've heard their complaints and yeah. of course we have to continue to speak the mind and the the the, the, the voices of the masses has yes. to be projected no matter what and so i mean many have said that whatever statistics are being reeled out here is not the truth for the common man yeah. so what should we begin to do and then we've also seen the the scarcity of fx in the market is also mm. having an effect on businesses you know let's talk about that yeah once again thank you uh I appreciate most of the callers who are bold and honest to tell reality on ground. You see, the young man who said that, uh, before I answer the question, the young man who said that uh, Nigeria should look inward and invest rather than waiting for outsiders to invest. Uh, when he made that statement, I just laugh. Go and check the whole world. I don't know how wide Leonard is. You will have internal investors or external investors. investors. There's what I call environment of investment. That is what creates investment. Go and check record in the whole world. You must create environment conceived for people to invest. There's no way you can invest under the environment of insecurity. You ask me a question, what of insecurity? He says not everywhere. Where tell you it's not everywhere? Where in Sokoto, in Sokoto, people are paying to go to invest their farm. Is that the environment you can invest? A situation whereby people in the community will pay tax to bandit. Before they can survive, or else they come attack, they will attack them. 
a situation in Niger State where many local governments under seas with flag of Boko Haram flying. People cannot go farm. People cannot even live in their house. You pay tax. In just mentioned but few. In just here, I can tell you what happened to me last year when I farm. I try, I mean, I, I, farm is my one of my hobby. I, I like farming. I put a little capital in farming in Bokos. Therefore, hmm. I tell you, out of two fifty, I couldn't get even hundred thousand naira because of insecurity. I tell you, cost of production is another problem apart from security. The government will tell they're going to give fertilizer to farmer. They are going to give a grant to farmers. At the only day, farmers who are real farmers, we are not getting the grants. The listeners are hearing me. Nigerians are hearing me. I'm a voice for the people. I'm telling you what is happening. The, these grants they are giving are going to politicians and the lovers of politicians. I say boldly here. Mm. Let them invite me anywhere and I explain that I have my records and facts. Most of us will apply through other channels to make sure that we get this fertilizer. I didn't get it. I had to go and buy at a very high rate. Then if, it, if, if I produce, next I produce a bag of uh, uh, potato with a bag of, uh, with a bag of a fertilizer, you expect to sell it below 18,000 naira? How possible? It is not possible. Cost of production is one of the problems we have, apart from issue of insecurity. You don't go to entire land that is fighter for you to farm. So what are we talking about? See, are going to farm. That you should invest in farming in Nigeria under insecurity, under high cost of uh, farm input. How can you make it? Do you know many people are dying today? Farmers, go to rural area and see. It's those who wear the shoe know what I'm talking about. Not who are, who are maybe the person I call, maybe is one of the brothers are benefiting in government so he can defend the government. Now to answer your question, what we need to do for us to have growth in our economy, governments must be honest. So they should stop living on denial. Tell Nigeria the truth. Make policies that can create environment for investment. How do you make it? We need security. Those people who are sponsoring this Boko Haram and bandit, government should be honest to fish them out. I'm telling you with, with all sincerity, these people that are, these are killing Nigerians today, burning our houses, burning our property, killing us, they have sponsored us. The a country in, uh, in the, one of the Emirate Councils have come out and said that since Nigerians were arrested as people sending money to sponsor Boko Haram in Nigeria and there are people that are receiving this money in Nigeria who are sponsoring them government should be please we are begging government please bring out these people who are, who are financing these criminals these jihadists uh, they are jihadists we don't want to go to a level like what happened to Afghanistan when Taliban took over we don't pray to Nigeria, we go to that level. Please, government should help us, fish us, that sponsor us. Whoever the person is, no matter the position is, government should fish the person out. When you feed the person, we should deal with the person according to international terrorism law. Are you getting me? Mm. If they do that, I think we're able to have security in this country. That is one. Then two, issue of make, you know, input available to farmers. You see, all this fertilizer, make it cheap for fertilizer. If fertilizer today are getting to farmer at a rate of 5,000, I think the, pr the price of food come down. Make, Nigeria should go into a mechanized system of farming. This system of local farming, this peasant farming, it will not help us again. The land is there. Government should introduce mechanized farming. We need mechanized farming in Nigeria, where one person will have about 20 kilometers square meter of, of farm. You need such a farm. We need to have a processing product, product processing factory. Look at Plateau State here, we are producing tomato. Can you mention one factory, a plant that producing potato or potato or tomato factory? We don't have it. 
But when you have a mechanized farming and you have a, a, a processing plant in Plateau, it will create a revenue for Plateau State Government. It will even create employment for our youth here. And that will increase our impact, our, our food production. So please, I'm appealing to the government. The, the ball is in the table. We should not shift the, the ball out of the table. We, the ball is in the table of government because the government that made the policy and implement policies, they should make policy that create good environment for farmers to, stri to strive. I think it will help us. Mm. Thank you All very right. much. All right, 0905-556 in four places, 9909-988-48848. Uh, according to the World Bank, Nigerian households have yet to recover from the economic impacts of the COVID-19. How is your household doing? Hello, Hello good morning. Good morning, Zoe Machunga. Comrade Dadong Antibas, welcome. God bless Aloki, the voice of the masses. Thank you very much, Atibiba, my man. <laughs> you see, uh, we are in a very dangerous moment here in this country. Nigeria is going down the dream. Nigeria has is turning upside down under the Buhari led administration. Why am I saying this? They want to hide under COVID 19, to loot our resources, loot the money. I want to believe that the, when, when, when we experience COVID 19 in Nigeria, already other countries have addressed. Their citizens, but it took Buhari two months. It was when the National Assembly who pressured him before he addressed Nigeria. You know, it means the, the leadership of this country was not proactive, and they have never been proactive. One, two, our youth, millions of youth. Can you say? Can you say they've never been proactive? I mean, they have done. They have pushed uh, so many interventions into agric, uh, MSMEs, and all of these. I'm aware that other countries gave I mean, they're even proposing to, to give people 5,000 naira also. No, we don't need it. Let me tell you why the reasonable Nigeria should not, take, should, not, should not agree with that policy. I am aware that other countries, some private individuals, private business, some governmental, non-governmental organizations, give billions of naira to Nigeria as a palliative to rescue COVID-19 from this pandemic. But let me tell you, even the palliative food, the food waste that was in the house were, that some government used to give to Nigeria, unfortunately. The first 5,000 dollars they planned to give come to the 22. Let me tell you this, Zoe Matunga. It is a threat to Nigeria. If they begin to come and give the, 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 the report of that 5,000 dollars, it will cancel the whole budget of this country. You know, you, um, Comrade Dadung, you're right. We are really at a very perilous time because, I mean, the, 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 the larger part of the masses, the citizens are already broke. They are already in economic hardship. I mean, this is so easy. It's almost like a recipe for you to sell your votes. If you look, if you look at it in another way, we're left in perpetual lack and want. The moment they dangle something in your face, you jump at it because you're already so hungry. Hey, of course, you know, they, that is their plan. They, that is a policy of vote buying. You know, come to 2022, we are alarmed. The, the election is almost around the corner. They want to use people with that 5,000 dollars. But let me tell you, I'm calling on Nigeria. This is a massive communication. The whole world is here. I'm calling on Nigeria to disagree with that policy. 5,000 dollars. So they say it's transport. Who gives the capital? Are they giving the capital to run the business? But this government giving the capital. Who gives the capital and they give the transport? They are failed. Instead of them to open the portal of employment for the youth, those who lost their job during the COVID-19 pandemic, to at least to engage them, they are busy to kill a fraction of money in the name of 
thousand naira. It's unfortunate. I whip Nigeria. Thank you, Comrade Dadung Ansibas, for your input. And he's saying he's calling on Nigerians to reject the five five thousand naira on Facebook. Uh, we have uh, comments right there. Let's start at the bottom, and um, right here, uh, Principal Joseph Melumo says government is incompetent and insensitive to the present hardship Nigerians are going through. Instead of looking for ways to solve the critical problems, they are increasing them. Nigeria is uh, only country is Nigeria the only country in OPEC that exports crude oil for refining. Out of our three refineries, none is working. Does NLC exist at all? May God deliver us from bad leadership. That is from Principal Joseph Melumo. Moses Daniel is saying the government is not ready to make it easier for the poor, rather to fight for their selfish interests. Nothing good uh, can we recommend in this regime. We only need God's intervention. 5,000 Naira is Almajiri's policies, says Eric Nyam. Ayodele is saying the NLC have failed uh, the fight. This increase of goods and services is so unfortunate that we can't see how the government policy is improving this country. Uka John is saying sometimes one gets to wonder where the FG gets the information they put out before the public. How on earth did they come up with inflation rates dropping? Yet in the market, anything you can buy with money is going up every day. Uh, see, uh, our guest is doing well. He has the facts at hand. Albert Akaya is saying the cost of living in Nigeria is incredibly outrageous as products in the market is on a daily uh, continuous rise. I don't know the relationship between this continuous rise and COVID-19, but whatever the case, I believe government can initiate and impl implement policies that curb this rise and fix the economy because life is increasingly becoming difficult. Good morning. Sokes Tong is saying, indeed, COVID-19 has ravaged the world, but its negative impact, uh, with its negative impact, but other countries have their economies back in full. Why is Nigeria a different case? What is the government doing about the hardship we're all facing? And still, I'm going to state this foodstuff, goods and services in the market are still very much on the higher side. We need relief as Nigerians. King Omoikal is saying, this recent report shows how um, that hike is, uh, is, I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Dimas Bala is saying, what a country, what a people, what suffering, who will take us out of this present situation of hardship? Well, get your PVCs, get your permanent voters card 2023 is around the corner. And thank you so much, Sir Loki. Last words from you in a minute. Uh, yes. Many are saying that the NLC uh, has uh, distorted perceptions about what they should be fighting for, just as you stated earlier. Mm -hmm. What is your advice uh, to the government economic team, to Plateau State and also to the NLC? Oh, thank you once again. First of all, let me tell Nigerians, 5,000 grants to be given for you as subsidy is going to make you poorer and poorer and a beggar. Reject it. Just as Atiba said, we should reject that 5,000. Government should allow all your companies. Government should allow, give license to companies to open a funnel here. We have crude oil. I'm from Niger Delta. Go to my village, see crude oil. We produce nothing less than 5,000 megawatts in my village presently. We have a lot of crude oil. A lot of private company. We have share. We have Chevron. We have IGIP. Let it open the refinery here. It will create employment. It will make us have petrol at a subsidized rate. Issue of how to improve life of Nigerians. If government are honest and sincere, it's simple as ABC. First of all, government should expose who are sponsoring these criminals that are killing us, the jihadis, by creating at least security for us. For Nigerians, Nigerians are not lazy people. Nigerians are capable to go to farm and farm. Government should encourage mechanized system of farming. Government should also try to support and give special grant to those who are registered farmers, not fake farmers, registered farmers who are real farmers. Give them grant to have this fertilizer 
and to have these tools they learn to work. At the same time, government should stop lip services. We want government to be honest to Nigerians. Stop propaganda. It will not help us. I think it right, will help us to so move much, as a country. Thank you and God bless you. We have you. to bow to the constraints of time. Uh, thank you generously, Saloki, your muscle voice of the people, for being on the morning, Jay. Uh, this morning with me on the program, Let's Talk. And thank you very much, our listener, for being part of the show. The beauty of the morning, Jay, is because of you. Mm. News at 10 a.m. comes up, news top of the hour. Mm. Uh, do stay tuned. And after that, the midday show with Ogidibo. Don't change the dial. Good morning to you. And uh, this is the last edition for the program for the week. We will do this again next week hoping you have been informed educated and entertained on the morning jay your morning angel zoe machunga thank you for listening to jfm podcast 